Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the latest and greatest female voices in the industry, from artists and songwriters to producers and managers and all women in between. Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna. I'm Paula, and today we have Stephanie Ryan with us. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Fantastic. Wonderful. Really, good. really, really, really good. So, tell us, what have you been doing in this crazy year that has been 2020? It sure has been crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, funny thing, my once we hit into COVID, I mean, prior to that, we were all kind of living our normal daily lives. And then um, COVID hit, and I realized that I couldn't be doing the lives that everybody else was doing online, whether it was Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, all of those, because I didn't play guitar. And that was massively frustrating, just in a sense of I always wanted to, but you pick up the guitar, you play a little, you know, you suck and you put it down because you're just aggravated. Um, so it took me a while to actually get there. But when COVID hit and I realized that I couldn't be sharing my music with anybody if I didn't know how to play on my own since we were all in lockdown. Um, I forced myself to learn to play guitar over the past, what, eight, nine months now. And uh, I've been doing live shows on my own for, for quite some time. I think actually starting April, I was doing live shows on my own, um, which is really exciting for me because I hadn't done that prior. I've, I've done live performances um, in front of people at venues with the band, but I haven't really done anything acoustically where I was playing on my own. So thankfully, <laughs> and with a lot of hard work, I was able to start with like one song and I'd pop on someone else's live and then got to the point where I was playing a lot of different songs and a lot of covers where I could host my own show. And then I've been doing my own show since April on Sundays at 11 Eastern called Pajama Session. So it'd be like, I'm in bed and I have my cup of coffee and I'm just like playing some songs for people. So I've been working really hard on that <laughs> mostly. Um, but I've also just been writing a lot. I've been writing on my own a lot and with other people via Zoom since we couldn't get together. I've written a lot with some friends in Nashville and then kind of all over the country essentially since We've all been in lockdown and we've all been using Zoom. It's been a lot easier to write with a lot of different people that don't necessarily live in your area. Um, so that's been really cool as well. Um, and then just trying to figure out life in isolation and in COVID. And it inspired a lot of things, which has been great, but it's also been just such a hard time for everyone in the world. So like my my greatest feelings go out to those who are really suffering right now. And I find myself lucky that I don't have anybody who has died from COVID in my family or um, any major concerns like that. Um, so I find myself lucky, but I do feel for those who are not as better off. It's been a crazy time. Now I understand. I was at your show yesterday and you were talking about how you hadn't been playing. I'm thinking, Every show I've been here, you've been playing. <laughs> I, <don't know> <laughs> I missed the start of the story, obviously. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, it's it's been kind of a crazy um, teaching myself and learning. I was using applications, essentially. I, I haven't had a lesson, although I'd like to have some at this point because I feel like I'm at a point where I need a little bit more guidance to, to mm -hmm. get to the next level. 
but I was using YouTube to learn songs. Um, I was using a couple of apps, uh, Ultimate Guitar and Fender and anything that would teach you, musician, I think I used for a little yeah. while, anything that would teach you kind of like the basics and then be able to put those towards learning songs. And thankfully, country music is four chords in the truth, so we got it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh. Anyone, anyone that can teach themselves an instrument like that is just amazing in general. I mean, to take that initiative and then just do it. It's, yeah. it's awesome. Thank you. I feel like I didn't have a choice um, if I wanted to get my music out there and play for people like all of my friends were doing. I knew it was kind of like a, I don't know if you can curse, but like a shit or get off the pot kind of scenario of like, you need to do this now and there are no excuses. Oh, no, you've done an amazing job. You did fantastic yesterday, I have to say. Absolutely. Oh, thank fantastic. you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Um, so you've got a new single out this year, haven't you? I should. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. write a song. Because you've got a few songs out this year. But Yeah, I, I, I released a, a few songs this year, which has been great. Um, I've had the opportunity to record um, at home, but also down in Nashville, kind of in tandem. Um, and just sending everything over the Internet has been really helpful to get things done this year. Uh, so I do have a few songs out in 2020, but my most recent one being I Should. Fantastic song. I love that song. Really, really, really oh, good. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. So, uh, yeah, perfect. Biscuits. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's my favorite so far. I, I love that song. It's been kind of a pivotal song in my career, mm -hmm. um, at least I feel. And I wrote it down in Nashville the last time I was in Nashville, actually, back in February. Um, before we went on crazy lockdown, uh, my friend Ronnie Chris and Scott Kurt, we, we all got together for a write in the morning and um, we came up with this song. Well, how's that feel about, you know, the things that you should do and what people expect of you to do? Um, you know, everybody's life is different, so we all do things our own way. We live our own lives. So, yeah, I love that, that whole thing, you know, you do it when you, you know when you want to do it rather than when yeah, you Yeah, absolutely. Do it. Like the whole song, the, the impetus of it was to really just empower people to live lives, the lives that they want to live and not feel pressured by society that they have to do this, they have to do that. You just yeah. have to be happy in life and you just have to figure out what that is and, and live life the way you choose. Yes, perfect. The perfect country song that is, isn't it? <laughs> do what you want <laughs> yeah. and live by it. <laughs> I love it. I also love, I have to say, Whiskey Regret. That's fantastic. Such oh, thank song. you. <laughs> that was Just the you... first song I ever did a music video for, and um, it was on the first EP that I ever put out back in 2018, which was amazing. And actually, funny, my cousin <laughs> made me this glass, and it says Whiskey Regret, Stephanie Ryan on it. Um, and she's just a sweetheart, but she loved that song as well. And she was like, I, I made you a glass. She gave it to me for Christmas last year, I think. Fantastic. That's a great idea, that is. That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. I love it. I absolutely love it. But uh, yeah, uh, that is uh, definitely, definitely, I mean, I, even the video, I mean, it may be a simple sort of video, but, you know, you see the whole story running through it and everything else, which is... um. Yeah, which is really good. I think some some videos can get a bit too, you know, too much going on in them. Where this is literally just tells the story as you're going through the uh, the relationship or whatever it is. Uh, with yeah. The guy at the bar, <laughs> which is uh, really really good. Really good. So where was that video shot? So I shot that in Brooklyn um, with my friends 
uh, Vero and her husband, they both shot it for me. Um, but we did it in Brooklyn at a place called The Shanty. And they are a distillery down there. Uh, forget the name of the, the whiskey, which is awful of me, but they were like a big part of being able to shoot that video because it was freezing out at the time. I think it was like early March or something like that. We shot the video and it was still quite cold up in the north. So um, we did the best we could. <laughs> uh, but they were amazing and they just had such a vision for the video. And we both kind of worked in tandem to figure out how I wanted to present it and what the storyline was going to be. Um, and then, you know, finding friends that would want to come on over and hang out for a little while and be on film was also fun. Um, but that was the first music video that I like have ever done ever. Um, like the first proper, like fully produced directed video. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. You yeah. did a good job. You didn't look nervous. Thank you. <laughs> flow which is really really cool it must be quite nerve-wracking yeah. after it's i suppose it's okay performing the songs but in actually doing something in front of the camera where it's just you and you know it must be a whole completely different experience so yeah it definitely was but it helped me um for future videos i put out a video for for a reason which was the first single that i put out in 2020 mm -hmm. um, and that came out in april i think uh march or april but that song came out and we were in lockdown. I wanted to have something like some sort of content to share with people. So I made my husband take video of me and I was like, this is the storyline. This is what we're going to do. So I played like director and producer and all the things. And I had my husband film it and then I edited it together in iMovie and, you know, put it out there for the world. So it kind of prepared me for that in a way. And then I just wrapped, um, the music video for I Should, which is going to be coming out in a couple of weeks, which I'm really excited about. But that one is also fully produced by my friends at Dutch Lion, so I'm super excited to to get that one out for you guys. That would be good. I can't wait. It's such a great song for us. I can't wait to see what the video shows. Thank you. Um, it's going to be kind of similar to the Whiskey Regret thing. I like to, with my songs and with the videos, be able to tell a story um, and have it be something that people can understand easily. So I, I basically kind of laid it out as the story of my life um, and how I've chosen to live mine and, you know, make it more personal to me. That's what this song is more about. I wrote it from a very personal place. Uh, that's kind of why I say that it's more of a pivotal song in my career because it's my writing style has changed over the course of not only COVID, but in the past couple of years that I've been putting out music. So it's it's a big deal and I'm, I'm really excited about it. I'm excited about the, the story of the song. I'm excited to share the video with people. Um, I also released a video, what, a week or two ago, which is just an acoustic version of the song. And that's on YouTube. Um, go check that out if you can, guys. It's uh, <laughs> Stephanie Ryan Music on YouTube. But uh, that's out as well, and a uh, lyric video and everything. I, I like to do the lyric videos, too, just because yeah. when you listen to a song, you're listening to everything happening at once. So the music, the lyrics, it's all like the, the dramatic effect in it. And sometimes you just need to be able to see the lyrics <laughs> and make sure they're the right ones, too. <laughs> I like Tell to me. put those out, too. Just... That's cool. That's cool. I mean, how many times do people sing songs and say the wrong lyrics because – you either haven't seen it written down or it's just 
what you've been hearing over, you know, in the last few Absolutely. years. Absolutely. So. I find that some singers also kind of mumble when they sing words, and sometimes it's just hard to hear. Uh, so when you have more of an official, like, these are the lyrics for the song. Because, you know, you go online and you can Google songs and, and find yeah. the lyrics, and they're not always right. <laughs> so <laughs> I like to put those out so people just have the right lyrics, and there's no question. <laughs> Perfect. I love that. That's so good. <laughs> Make sure everybody's singing your songs the right way. <laughs> exactly. Like, here's the karaoke version. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. That's the way to do it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, um, who are some of your shiros that, um, as you've been doing what you do, that you've uh, come to love and that have inspired you to be and do and move and change? And obviously, and you, I'm glad you mentioned that um, your writing has, I have seen your writing change a little bit, your songs from 2018 from early and then until the ones just recently. I think that was just amazing. You can see the transformation just in the growth, and that's any artist that you know we look at. But so, who are some of your heroes? And well, thank you. Um, I I'm very proud of the fact that I've gotten to a place where my music and my lyrics have become more a part of myself. I used to write in with the idea in my head of I need to write a song that people are going to connect with and that people want to hear, as opposed to telling my truth and telling my story so I like kind of how it's flipped now and I think that just comes with figuring out who you want to be in this industry and you know finding your place and, and who you want to be and how you want to share it with everybody um as far as Shiro's uh there are so many we could start at the beginning with uh all the greats Shania Twain, Dolly Parton um all the ladies that kind of paved the way for the rest of us to be coming out now with it, with our version of country music. I feel like the genre is very large right now. It kind of encompasses all genres in a, a, a bit of a sense. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, Faith Hill, Sarah Evans, all of like the, the earlier 90s country, which I absolutely love. It's so much fun. And then into like the modern country where you've got Miranda Lambert and Carly Pierce, um, those women, Maren Morris, uh, Kelsey Ballerini, those girls, they're all such amazing talents in their own way, and they all have a different sound and just something that's uniquely their own. And that's something that I've taken to heart trying to figure out who who is Stephanie Ryan, even though I know who I am, but, you know, it changes and you evolve. And um, it's fun to explore that, especially in a, in a musical way, since that's, that's the avenue that I've chosen to live my life. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. That's so amazing. The growth that you just described and, and yes. Um so out of the out of some of your sheroes there, who if you could talk to anyone, who would you want to talk to? I think I've answered this in the past and I always try to say a different answer and why, but I always kind of go back to the same person. I always picked Dolly Parton because she has just had this enormous career over so many decades and I just feel like she is not only a singer she's a songwriter she's been in it for so long that she not that she knows the trend but she just has paved her own way on, on so many levels that she is just such an inspiration to I think any woman in country music who's just trying to find their way and starting out and you know if you could pick somebody's brain in country why would it not be Dolly 
Totally. I mean, how does she keep that career going for so long and still being on top and keeping the fans and still building the fan base after all Absolutely. these years is, is, is just an amazing feat in itself. So, yeah. Yeah. Me. Who else better? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for one lifelong Dolly fan? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. The huge Dolly fan, totally. I love it. <laughs> Well, if you could thank anyone for their support, um, and obviously more than one person, who would you want to thank for their support on your journey to where you are now, and obviously as you proceed in the future? That's a very long, long list of people. <laughs> um, I'll try to keep it short, but um, obviously my family for being super supportive of me following my dream and following this career, uh, especially my parents, my mom is always one to text me after every single live that I do and every show she's always there so is my dad and they're just like such big amazing supporters of the career that I've chosen to go after and um my husband is probably my biggest fan um and he does literally everything that he can in order for me to be able to follow my dream of country music so I I couldn't thank him enough for that um, I would also thank the people who helped me get into music. I've always been musical and I've followed a music career path, I guess you could say, throughout my whole life. I started in choirs and um, choruses in school, doing all the plays and all that, then trying out for American Idol and National Star and all the shows, um, trying to figure out like a way to get in the door. and unless you know people, it's kind of hard to get started, especially for somebody who at the time didn't play an instrument. So I had met over the past, you know, six, seven years now, um, one of my great friends, Elliot Lewis, he plays for Hall & Oates. He's been amazing and he's helped me get in touch with a lot of other people. My first co-writer and producer, Kevin Satoyan and Randy Funk, they have been amazing to help me start my career and I still work with them today. They're just awesome people. Um, people in my band have been amazing and supportive of my career. Uh, oh gosh, I'm like, who else? Because I know there's people that I'm missing. <laughs> um, lots of friends and family, of course. Just, just mm-hmm. There's not anyone that has been like, why would you do that? They're all just like, go for it. If this is what you want to do, you, you should follow your dream. So, Everybody who has ever said that to me, thank you guys. <laughs> That's good. That's good. It's always good to have that support of people. And we've always heard, I must admit, out of all the podcasts, that the the uh, country world, a lot of the people are a lot more friendlier. They're very supportive of people coming in. So I think it's probably the best shot on yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I have been welcomed with such open arms in the country world. I'm, you know, not from Nashville. I'm not from the South. Um, I'm actually from uh, the New York area, not the city, but and I live in Connecticut now, um, but I travel back and forth to Nashville as much as I can, and I just feel like the country community spreads, not just in the South, it countries everywhere, it's up in Canada, it's in all different countries, you can find mm-hmm. it in Australia, like at Keith Urban, um, it's everywhere, and, and mm-hmm. people love it, and I don't think you have to be from one certain area to be able to follow that dream or follow that genre that you want to be part of. So I absolutely love, love, love the country community. You said in your uh, your show yesterday that you're moving, but you wouldn't say where. 
Yes, I am moving, and I'm still not saying where. <laughs> I'm going to, when when we move, if we're moving in a couple weeks, um, when we move, I'll say ish where. It's to a different state, but, you know, you always have to be careful. Oh, yeah, yeah careful, of um, Where you are, where you're posting, where you are, because um, you just never know who's around and who's paying that much attention. Uh, so just as, like, a safety concern, I'm like, I'll tell you what state – in two weeks, so like we're not gonna get that close. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Perfect. Yeah, you do have to be careful, especially nowadays, especially with computers, because obviously it's so easy for people just to be watching and you don't know they're watching. So uh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I never, ever, ever post where I am exactly when I'm there. They'll take a photo and then I'll post it hours later, just just to be safe. You never know. Yeah, I get that. I totally understand that totally. Perfect. Especially staying, you know, day and age that we live in. It's all a bit crazy. Yeah, <laughs> a little crazy. <laughs> I must admit, though, I was sitting there watching yesterday and, and some of the questions people asked you, I was like, really? Are you single? <laughs> yeah, that's the one that happens a lot. And uh, people ask some very strange questions. I thought we were um, there for the music, not for... <laughs> right. This isn't a dating app. We're not trying to get numbers yeah. here. <laughs> it was, it was what's, one of, what's one of those oddball strange questions that you've received? Um, let's see. I've had people, like, direct message me and, like, it's always, hey, beautiful, where are you from? And, like, where do you think I'm from? have you looked at my page at all? Are you even following me? Like, that's my first reaction. Um, Cause it's always somebody who just wants to either chat with you or get your number or something like that. I'm like, you can't even dig enough to know where I'm from. You probably shouldn't start this conversation. <laughs> um, but people have asked weird things like, can, it, can you come visit? Like, they'll, they're from really anywhere, and they're like, oh, would you come visit? And I'm like, maybe, or if I have a gig there, but, like, not to your home. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's quite crazy when you sit there and watch people and some of the things they ask. It's like, really? What, what are you thinking? <laughs> We're here for the music. There's also the people who are commenting, and they'll comment, like, <laughs> seven times on the same picture and you're like I, I saw your first one you don't have to say it 70 more times because i saw it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. apparently they missed the uh common sense etiquette sometime yeah. in life yeah that's crazy it's it's, it must be kind of scary as well though. i mean you answered it perfectly you come out and it was if it was just a natural sort of you know but i was like i would sit there thinking really why are you asking this I mean, so, you know, well, the funny still... thing is you don't get to see all the questions because I purposely tell people to, like, click that little question button at the bottom oh, yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. they can send them in because then I get to see them before they pop up on the screen so I can, like, not answer certain questions. <laughs> that's, uh, really but that's just quite funny. That's just, I don't know. I was just amazed by some of the questions. I was like, really? Why are you asking that? <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I, like, save it for a DM, like... <laughs> Send it another time. Yeah, check out this app. This app must be perfect for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way. No. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. 
Oh, that's so funny. Okay. <laughs> that question you just asked on, that we should put that on our new quick five questions for next year. What's the strangest things you've been asked by a fan? Yeah. <laughs> we have to take note of that one. Okay, so, quick five questions. Now, these are just fun and easy to answer. Maybe some things your fans don't know about you already, or they maybe do. I suppose it depends on how hardcore they really are. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Okay, so, early bird or night owl? I can be both. I, I usually wake up pretty early because the sun rises on my side of the apartment building that we're in. So, and I don't have blackout shades. So that sun rises and I'm up. It's 6.30, it's 7 o'clock. Um, I try, I feel like I used to be a night owl, but after COVID hit and you couldn't go anywhere, I became like an early riser. <laughs> <laughs> um, beach or countryside? I would say beach. Favorite season? Fall. Only because I really enjoy fall fashion. I like layers. Um, I don't like the part of fall when it's like 90 during the day and it's 50 at night. That's not my favorite. (laughs) But everything else about fall is great. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, Your biggest fear? My biggest fear. I'm almost like, do I even say it? Because God forbid some crazy person pays attention and they're like, I'm going to scare this girl. Um, One of my fears is like loud noises in the dark, like where you can't see. Like if I hear a loud bang and it's dark, I'll probably scream or I'll gasp in some way. Like that's scary for me. Yeah, yeah, I I get that. I get that. Um, Favorite holiday? I would say my birthday. That's going to be my holiday. You know, a lot of the holidays are religious in a lot of ways. And not everybody celebrates everything, but everybody celebrates Uh, birthdays. I love birthdays. Whether it's my own or somebody else's, I love birthdays. Celebrating those is always so fun. You have to do our Christmas show then, because that's my birthday. Well, there you go. There you go. You (laughs) can celebrate my birthday with me. Perfect. Um... Favorite hol uh no uh favorite drink whiskey. Perfect. I always yeah. have rye with me. Um, depending on the day, it's either bourbon or it's rye. Um, usually on the rocks. That's what I drink. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's the best answer ever. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. If you were a musical, what musical would you be? Um. I was a musical. Does my like life have to be a musical of it, or is it just no, like one like, I'd love to be in? If you felt like this is my musical, like this is the one that would be kind of like kind of you, whether it's the whole life or just part of your personality, or like for instance, someone said uh, Wicked the other day. That was great. I was like, okay, because yeah. that was like their favorite. That was one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorites. Um, I'd probably still rent. <sighs> Because they just live these different lives, and it shows Mm -hmm. the different lives, but then they all come together in this one thing, and and I love that about that show. Um, So I would would say that. If you were a film genre, what genre would you be? Romantic comedy. (laughs) Absolutely. I love a good rom-com, and they're just easy. Like, I used to love horror films. 
and didn't get scared with them. But then I was in my 20s and for some reason they became like more real to me. <laughs> so I was like, nope, we're not doing that anymore. Romantic comedies, I'm good. I love that. It just turned to a certain age and that's it. Everything, when you realize the things, yeah, it could actually happen in my life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I used to watch um, Law and Order SVU all the time. Mm. And then it got to a point where I was like having nightmares about the show. Mm. So I was like, nope, we're good. This is it's, just like, not. it's like a lot of things in life. You start, you know, you drive fast in your 20s and when you get to your 30s you start thinking you know it can actually kill me or roller coaster rides you start seeing you know the dangers it's like this is crazy <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> not good not good getting older <laughs> nope if you could be a disney character what disney character would you be i would be belle beauty and the beast i love her she's just like trying to get out i feel like she's me she's just she is fine with her life, but she wants to get out and find something else because she's just not like everybody else. Um, and I and I love that. So I, I definitely would pick Belle. That's fantastic. Yeah. If you could be a mythical creature, what creature would you be? Hmm. Mythical creature. I feel like I would be a mermaid, but like the Disney princess Ariel mermaid, that version. Because I think mermaids are actually, like, not great in mythical life. <laughs> They're destructive. Um, but if I could be, like, the aerial version, I'd be good. <laughs> okay, so you don't want to sink ships. You just want them to pass by. Get it? <laughs> yeah. Just... Yep, I don't want to sink them. I just, like, want to find a man on them. You know, I already got one, but he's got legs. So if I was a mermaid, I wouldn't work. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> if you could have a superpower, what superpower would you want to have and why? I feel like that's such a hard question because I would like to have a bunch of them. Three come to mind. Um, one would be flying because, like, who doesn't want to fly? Um, two would be being invisible. But like that you could just kind of turn it on and off. I wouldn't want to be invisible all the time. Um, and then the third one would be just to like go like that and be somewhere. Teleportation. Teleportation, yep. yep. I just feel like those three, like why wouldn't you want, if you could have any, I feel like it has to be one of those three. Everybody wants to fly. If you could just do this and be somewhere, I mean, you could be on vacation in just a second. It would be amazing. <laughs> it would be better if you could just hold somebody's hand and take them with you, too. So yeah. you never have to be alone. That would be so cool. You just grab some strangers' hand, don't you? Just go. <laughs> you go, and then you're like, you're welcome. <laughs> yes, totally. I love that. Okay, now this is the most important question. Okay, the most okay. important question of them all. Okay. Who is your favorite CWC host? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we are going to force somebody into that. Damn it. Damn it. One of these days, we will catch somebody out. There's oh, so many times. Will. Oh, yeah. Someone's bound to say something. They've got. Mm -hmm. but, uh... <laughs> or they'll like, just start to say a name but catch it. Yeah. You'll know. Well, no. Look at the initials. <laughs> that would be so funny. There's so many times people are like, mm, no, I'm not answering that question. 
It is funny when they stop and think about it. That that doesn't yeah. mean very much. <laughs> they start to think it's like, ask that question. Yeah, because I'm sure, you know, when you're asked a question like that, you're like, how do I politely answer this question but not pick either of them? <laughs> it's either like neither or both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do I any of this? We get that one. <laughs> That'd be quite funny. That would be really, really funny. So, yeah, that's so cool. But, uh, no, that's cool. So, you're finishing your Sunday show. I am. Uh, next week is going to be the last week oh, for the Sunday shows. Um, which I, I know a lot of people are upset about. I've gotten some DMs, uh, asking me why I'm doing it. And, you know, I just, I really want to focus more on perfecting guitar. I'm definitely a guitar, not a guitarist at all by any means. I'm a singer songwriter first, musician second. Um, so I just really want to get better at playing guitar so that when I am doing shows, it's just that much better for everybody else. I want to be able to, do shows that are longer, maybe do some Zoom concerts, but I, I want to take the time. And with the holidays, it, it gets harder and harder when you've got all the holidays, the family stuff, you know, moving, traveling around a lot. Um, it gets to be a little bit tough to, to yeah. do that. And a lot of, a lot of time goes into prepping for those shows, even though they're only 20, 25 minutes every Sunday. I always try to have different content every week. So I'm not always playing the same song. Mm. So for me, it's it's more about quality than quantity, and I want to just make myself a better musician over the next couple of months, so that when I come back, I'm like better than ever, and people are like, "Wow, she really can play." <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be amazing. The whole new transform, Stephanie. Yay! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. That would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm I'm excited for 2021 and what's going to be coming. It will be. Well, hope yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it's going to turn around and we'll be back to a bit more of a, a normal life than where we're at, at the moment because it's obviously uh, totally crazy. I hope so. I I know it's tough for a lot of people, and you know, my hope for everybody is just if we are going to be stuck in this way, embrace it a little bit and just try to make the best that you can of it like learn something new try harder at whatever it is that you're doing and just try to make the most of the time that you have we only have one shot on this earth so you got to make it worth it and if you're just going to sit like a bump on a log and be sad at home well give me a call because I will just snap you out of that (laughs) (laughs) I love it (laughs) there's a whole new job there (laughs) I'm on a baseball speaker here so yeah (laughs) <laughs> I'll put it on that? the list. <laughs> Singer, songwriter, motivational speaker. Yeah, perfect. perfect. <laughs> so, are you actually enjoying learning to play the guitar, or has it been a real love-hate relationship? I would say it's it's love-hate. I mean, I I really wanted to learn, and I wanted to learn for years, as I mentioned earlier, and. It's frustrating when you're just starting to learn anything, whether it's a language or an instrument or anything like that. And um, you kind of have to get over that hump of, oh, I, I've learned a little something. And then you're like, oh, okay, victory. Now I can move to the next thing. And then you start to like acquire these little victories and that helps so much. But then you get to a point where I am right now where I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm like here, but I need to be here. How do I do that? Because it's not happening. So I 
for me, I'm like, I need maybe a couple of lessons just to have somebody critique how I'm playing, how I'm strumming, all those things. If they have any like tips and tricks that might be a little bit easier that I have not found on, in my online searches of learning guitar. Um, but it's just, it's nice to, to have those little victories to keep you going and moving in the right direction of learning anything. So I, I would recommend to people, and I'm sure anybody who plays any type of instrument would say, play long enough where you get past that hump and you have a little victory, and then the little victories come sooner and sooner, and you just get better and better. It takes a little while and some patience, <laughs> which I have a small amount of, but <laughs> I mean, I get it, and I feel like if, if you really put your mind to it, you can do anything that you want to do. You just have to work for it. Well done. Yes. That's, that's our motivational, motivational speech of, uh, of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to do trailers. Do it. Yeah, the trailer will be the motivational part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be so cool. That'd be so good. Well, it's been absolutely fantastic having you on the show. It's been really, really nice to speak to you. Yes, um, it's been a pleasure to get to talk. Thank you guys so much. It's been great meeting you guys and speaking with you and just having this fun conversation. You know, you go into interviews and you never know what you're going to be asked. Um, but when you have a good group, especially ladies like you who are championing other women in country music, it's just, it gives us a platform and a voice. And I can't thank you enough for allowing me to showcase myself on your, your platform. 